0: everyone, and welcome to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli. I'm a certified transformational coach helping mompreneurs balance that juggling act. Well, today, I have a very special guest. She's an amazing mompreneur from Hollywood, Florida. With over 15 years' experience in teaching students below level, experiencing behavioral issues, as well as learning disabled students, Michelle Reynolds started Back to Basics, She shares her successful strategies with parents and educators to bring children and families back to basics in a natural and quality manner. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have another amazing mompreneur. You have such a fun and exciting story and I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy day to connect with uh, myself and the show and the listeners. So would you mind taking a few moments and sharing a little bit about your story and your journey?
1: Oh, sure. I actually started out as a teacher in elementary school, first and second grade, and um had my first baby, and she kind of bounced around from daycare to daycare, and um, then um, I was ready to have a second baby, and we all know where education has gone these uh, <laughs> past few <laughs> years. And we decided that, I, you know, I just looked around. And I was like, you know what? I can do this. I can make a daycare facility um, in my home, uh, licensed in-home daycare. And we can have another baby, and I get to stay home with my baby and provide care for other people. And it was just like, that's it. I'm doing it. And I resigned from the school board, and I did that for uh, six years. And I loved it. Of course, balancing was quite a, a journey to get <laughs> to. <laughs> and uh, since then, I have closed, and I am back just educating um, parents and teachers on different literacy strategies so getting back into the schools, working with parents um and it's been so much fun
0: wow that sounds great um so let me clarify just for myself and my listeners your back to basics is that your current business
1: Yes, currently um, I have Back to Basics family, and that's where I work with the parents and the educators, and we're really bringing education, literacy specifically, and behavior back to basics. Uh, You know, our kids need, need these foundational skills that we're kind of scraping over these days, so bringing that back into our schools. Um, helping with behavior because we're getting back to basics, listening to the children, using positive language. Mm. So that is my current business. And the daycare was actually called Back to Basics Child Care. So it's kind of a spinoff. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love it. Well, let's go to the Back to Basics Child Care for a moment. We realize that that uh, that chapter in your life is closed, but I know it's still very fresh in your mind. And, oh, yeah. you know, our, my listeners are currently those moms who are either uh, a current mompreneur or someone who is desiring to get out of the rat race to follow their dreams and their passions, to create a business so that they can, too, be home with their children. Would you, would you share how that truly – I know you said when you were thinking about having children, you wanted to um, create a business and you could do the child care. Tell us a little bit more about what that truly took to – leave point A to open up this daycare, to be home with those kids?
1: Well, the first thing it took was a plan. Um, I really needed to think about exactly what I was going to do. So I, you know, did my research. I figured out how do I become a licensed in-home daycare place? Um, And I went through all of that while I was still teaching. So I didn't Hmm. leave my 9-to-5 job. Um, when we all know teaching is a little more than nine to five, but, um, I didn't leave that job right away. I really planned for it and I looked at whatever other businesses that were similar, other daycares in the area, other in-home daycares in the area. So I really did the due diligence of finding the research and I made a plan and I thought to myself, well, what would, I'm doing this because it's a need I have. So there's gotta be other moms out there like me what is it that I want that's different than these other facilities and these other daycares? And I I wrote it out. I wrote Mm. everything out. I wrote my policies out. I wrote my procedures out. I made that plan. I also went through the licensing process while I was still teaching. So I set up the daycare. I went through licensing. I was looking for, I knew obviously I had, with teaching you know the end of the school year and the beginning of the school year so you kind of already have an end time which may be different for some moms but mm-hmm. I you know pick that end date in your mind and this is when I'm starting to get out there and get those clients before you stop that 9 to 5 job that's oh, how I really really smart. started yeah
0: that's smart and I think that's really important for other women to, to hear um, that you, you know, had that plan and what I what I really heard from you is you had a need, and then what do you want? And then you were going yeah. to find that something different, something that made you unique to stand out for the business. I'm curious, oh, yeah. what, was that, what was that unique thing that you offered? Well,
1: with the daycare, what I saw happening in South Florida anyway, is with our facilities, our, our children, our babies are numbers. And they're taught to sit in a desk to learn. And we all know developmentally that's not correct. Mm-hmm. Then we have our in-home daycares. And not all, you know, I am generalizing. This is not all of them, either mm-hmm. facilities or in-home. But in-home daycares were a little more flexible. It was a lot more babysitting, watching TV, um, playing, which we know children learn through play. But there wasn't a lot of learning going on. So with my background of teaching and literacy, I was able to take the school knowledge I had, the developmental knowledge I had. It was like, take the learning, take the play, let's smush them together and come up with a curriculum where the kids are learning through play. And, you know, that's what I was looking for. I also wanted that love of a home where, I want to know how many times my baby has pooped that day. That's important (laughs) to know. Um, I I need to know if they're sick. I need to know if they're happy or they don't get along with another child. You know, those are things. I don't want to miss their first steps and things like that. Um, So I put those things together, and they became my family. Uh, These clients Mm. really became my family. Um, I I did healthy, organic meals that I provided for them. You know, parents don't have time anymore to, you know, make breakfast and make a lunch for these kids and all of that kind of stuff. So I did breakfast, lunch, afternoon, snack. Everything was included, diapers, wipes. They came to me with a bag that I had given them, and it even had uniforms in it that I wanted. So, wait, we, we could go outside, and they had uniforms like little uh u v shirts. And because we're here, we are in South Florida, we got to be careful with the sun, UV shirts, and basketball type shorts. So, you know, we played in the water, they played in the <laughs> mud, I could hose those children down. And uh, while they were sleeping, I was washing their uniform. And so when parents would pick up, they'd have a clean uniform to put on in the, for the next day. So they really, it took like all that added stress out of the parent, parents' lives. And their children were learning, um, not only playing, you know, learning through play, um, but we were learning specific activities. They were learning their letter sounds. Most of them knew their letter sounds by two, um, and they've since done so well. So all of those things kind of set me apart from everybody else.
0: Well, listening to you, I think in a heartbeat, I would have taken my child to you if I was the mom who had to show up at a job. <laughs> so
1: just, right? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I, lo- I, I mean, really loved it. I loved it. And it was so, uh, we made it just so easy. You know, it was just a procedure we did. And um, it will come back. Back to basics, child care will come back. <laughs> I, I do have plans to bring it back in a facility, just not in my home. <laughs>
0: Okay, so all of you women out there and, you know, around the Florida area, be looking for this, okay? That's right. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, You know, so, Michelle, when you were running the state care, I do recall you saying that you did this because you had your own children, wanted to be around. And um, as moms, we're right there going, yes, when did my child nap and did they poop today? That's so important.
1: (laughs) I mean, these things are really important when they're infants and they're babies, you know, they're toddlers. It is. It is
0: so important. And what I would love to know, and I'm sure other people are wondering this. So running a daycare out of your home and raising your own children, gosh, being a full-time mom alone is challenging enough. We all know that. And yeah. there's got to be days where you weren't feeling well or your own children were sick. So what was it that got you up in the morning? What, what was that drive because you were accountable to your business and to yeah. other people as well?
1: That is what drove me um I had these these kids in in my care. I mean they counted on me um those parents showed up at the door, and they were counting on me, so it mm. was that was my drive right there uh Every moment I spend with any child, I feel like that's my time to impact them for the rest of their life, so even if you're sick and you have those days where you're sick, uh, you know, trust me, I had days where I was so sick and had to bring those kids in and wait for somebody else to come to relieve me that it was like throw Mm. Cheerios on the table and turn the TV on. (laughs) (laughs) It's happened. It has happened. We've all done that. We've all done it. We've all done it. Um, (laughs) And the parents would be so happy that thank God I didn't close, you know, like, Oh my gosh, thank you. Um, And you just get through it. It's just wake up and get through it because those kids are counting on me.
0: Wow, I I love it. Uh, (laughs) It's so real.
1: (laughs) So real.
0: (laughs) Oh, you have no idea.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I didn't
0: have the daycare. You know, I had um, three that were um, first to last. were only three and a half years first to last. So I like I had triplets all the time, and I I can like, I I mean, I didn't have the responsibility of the other children and parents, but I can still remember going. (gasps) oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And just like as a mom, you go, I don't feel good, but I have my kids here I got to take care of. You do the oh, best yeah. you can, you know? You do. But <laughs> it's the same thing. I have, not only do I have my kid, I got other kids here. I have to do the oh. best I can.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, during those times, during those years of running the day trip from your home, um, I know as a mom, you also realize the importance of taking care of you. Oh, did I ever.
1: (laughs) I did, I did. Um, How did I get, what I learned, uh, what I learned not so quickly, I say, well, maybe I'm a slow learner sometimes, is uh, I can't do it all. And I know that that's like a a reoccurring theme for moms, right? We all think (laughs) we can do it all.
0: (laughs) Try to be that superwoman.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have that that uh, problem. So, what I had to learn was I can't do it all, and it's okay to ask for help. Mm. Wow, was that a big <laughs> lesson?
0: <laughs> Amen. So
1: yeah, yeah. So once I had a really, really good, strong business going, it was do I take less money for me and my family and hire help? And that's, I've noticed with a lot of mompreneurs, they get to that point where they're just so overwhelmed and they're doing it all. And they're like, Oh my gosh, but if I hire someone, it costs this much and I'm going to lose that money. And it's such a scary step to take, but in order to take care of me and be a really good mom at night for my own children, I, mm-hmm. ha- I, was, I made the decision that I was going to do it, and it was the best decision of my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's good for,
0: for people to hear. You know, that's the best decision because you need to take care of you to be the best mom. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things I try to express to moms all the time. Um, it, it's true. not... I don't look at this as extra pampering by any means. This is a necessity because when you don't take care of yourself, first of all, who's going to take care of you? And then how are you going to be the best mom or the best wife that you can? And how are you going to run a successful business?
1: That's right. That's right. Because you, the reality is our brains cannot focus on that many things. Now, as women, mm-hmm. we tend to think they can. And it's great, it's great to be busy. <laughs> But there is that time where you get to burnout. And once you get to that, and I was there, I was there. And when you get to that burnout time, it is time to make that decision. So it's, am I going to have enough energy this afternoon to be mom? Am I going to have enough energy to clean the house and make dinner and be a good wife and do all these things? And when the answer was no, It took a while for me to admit that it was no. Um, I I really had to do that, and it changed. It changed my energy level. It changed my relationship with my kids. It changed my relationship Uh with my husband. It was really important. That's so
0: powerful, too. Well, looking at the mom portion of running that business and your own family, now one of my concerns used to be that, well, if I watched you know, six other children plus my two or however many that ratio was, mm-hmm. my fear for myself was always, well, how do I give my children individual quality time aside from being amongst all these other children? Did you have a plan for that or is there stuff that you did?
1: Um, what a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, what I, what I kind of looked at it, I looked at it in the way of, I can either be here all day with my son was in my daycare. So it's, I can be here all day with him and he's one of the group Mm -hmm. or he could be somewhere else and I wouldn't Mm -hmm. see him at all. So technically, no, I couldn't give him a lot of extra attention. I did during Mm -hmm. nap time, he got to go to his room and, and we had our little things here or there that he was able to do. However, he was one of the group. So I got to see him all day, and he, he got to be with me, and, and we got to spend that time together. Mm-hmm. Whereas had he gone somewhere else, I wouldn't have had that time. So exactly. I kind of feel like it was a win-win, even though he was one of, the, one of the group, and I couldn't spend the extra time with him. I would have to do that after, quote-unquote, work, uh, well, just as that... another mom that works would.
0: Well, that's what I'm wondering, you know, once daycare ended and all the other children went home, what did you and your family do for that special quality time, either during, you know, during the week or on the weekends? Did you have special things that you did together to say, hey, you know, we're a unit?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things that for, my, for my son, he's a, his lo- love language is touch. So he mm. just wants me to sit and cuddle with him. He could be watching a TV show. We could be reading a book. It doesn't matter. He just wants to be like up right against me, (laughs) and you know, just spending that time together. It didn't matter what we were doing. That was his love language. And my daughter is, is very, she likes just to talk and for me to listen. So one of the things Mm -hmm. I put into place at bedtime was I laid with them before, like while they were in bed and we would read a book and then they would, they would get to talk to me and we would, we would lay together. We would cuddle. We'd read a story before bed. So they always got that 10 minutes. It was a 10-minute time period for each mm-hmm. one individually.
0: Well, That's, that's really important. Uh, and, I, and I love how you um, said the love language. A lot of people don't realize that uh, each child is so individual and everybody can have their own love language, you know, the touch and feeling yes. or just the listening um, so that's, a, that's very amazing that you recognize that. And I know some moms are thinking, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, Google it. It's awesome. <laughs> Google love languages because I'll tell you what, touching uh, is not my love language. So uh, I had to learn to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think um, that, that topic itself, I've actually put a star next to this. I think perhaps next season that might be one of those other topics that would be fabulous to follow up on. Because, again, the whole idea of the show is to help moms and mompreneurs to make, have the life of their dreams, design what it is that they want, go for it, and still have that, 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 that beautiful balance with um, families. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the other things I was going to ask you is, during the time of the Back to Basics childcare segment, um, or even now with your business, would you can you remember a time where you had a, a real challenge or obstacle in your life that you thought perhaps – whoa, am I in the right direction, or I don't know if this, is, this business is going to survive this. Have you ever had anything going on physically, mentally, emotionally that could affect you that way?
1: Oh, my goodness, yes, I have. <laughs> As I'm sure everybody gets to that point. Um, when, when I had the daycare at the end, um, we had 12 students enrolled. I had one girl that worked full-time for me, and she had worked for me for three years. And um, I relied on her a lot, obviously. And then I had mm-hmm. another girl um, who worked in the morning, so our very busy time, which was in the morning when breakfast was until they napped at 1 o'clock-ish. And what happened was, <laughs> with 12 different clients coming in and out of your home, it was a lot of traffic. It was a lot mm-hmm. of traffic. And it took a lot of energy. And the girl that worked for me full-time became pregnant. And she decided she was going to move back to upstate New York. So she was leaving me. And I thought, okay, this is fine because my part-time girl who came in every morning was totally ready to take that spot. And her and I would work, to work the business together. And uh, I'll have to just hire somebody as a part-time person. Until she came up to me and told me she was pregnant, oh no, <laughs> so here I was with my two girls that had been with me for a long time, and they're both pregnant, and they're both leaving oh. and my at the time, my son had grown up uh, grown and he was at um i think he was in b p k by this point, um going into kindergarten, and I thought to myself you know he's he's away now he's not in the daycare." Um, I got my two people going. What am I going to do? Like, I, I cannot find two people and train them in, in this amount of time that okay. I have. I cannot do this alone. I've got all this traffic. I became really overwhelmed. Some of the boundaries between work and family became very blurry at that time. Mm. And I was doing a lot. Michelle? Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. here. We had
0: to. Oh, we had this strange silence. Okay.
1: So. <laughs> where did I leave off? Um, uh, you were, um, well,
0: your, your, whole, your whole energy, and you weren't really sure what to do. Your son had, been, uh, had grown, and he was in school, and um, yes. that's kind of where we left off.
1: Okay. So everything, uh, the boundaries started to become blurred. Yeah, it became blurry. Family, right? Yeah, and family and, and work. And um, I decided to close. That's when, even though I had a very lucrative business going and I had clients, um, I had a really big group that was going to be going into ZPK that had been with me for a long time, and I decided I was going to close. Um, my children were really seeking attention after, after hours, and they wanted these kids out of their house. So their behavior became... You know it just accelerated mm-hmm. from there, and I made the decision. I was like, "My family become you know comes first, and I jumped, I just closed, and mm-hmm. I jumped, and I put a hundred percent of myself into my family, my kids and um and and of course, it was tough financially, and mm-hmm. my children needed it, so it was what I had mm-hmm. to do. It was very, very, very scary time to go ahead and do that. Um, and now as they're older, of course, they're asking for the babies to come back because now they're older. <laughs> um, and I'm going, well, I've already tried to build up this other business now because, you know, we've got to have money coming in, too, guys. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, it goodness. was a really scary time, and I had to jump. I had to make the decision to close, even though it was one of the best times of my life doing that.
0: Wow. That, that is um an amazing story in itself so I heard you know a challenge because of what was happening at your place of business your business that you were running you also mentioned it was taking a lot of energy which everybody can hear that it was it was draining and mm-hmm. I also heard that when those boundaries became blurry you realized that your family had to come first and that was what ultimately helped you make that
1: decision yeah yeah, yeah. You know, money didn't come first at that at that moment. You know, it was a decision I I had to make, and it was a hard one. It was really a, a tough decision that it took two years for us to go through financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it was worth that. it. Like I would I wouldn't change it for for anything because I had to give myself back to my kids.
0: Ah, see, part of the growing pains and so many Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I, what a story, and obviously you have succeeded. You've gotten through that uh, challenging time. Do you have any tips for the mompreneurs who are listening on how to balance that business and self-care and children?
1: Um, I think uh, one, of, one of the tips was – one of the tips that I always tell people is it doesn't have to be that hard. So really sitting down and getting quiet with yourself – and finding where in my life do is, that, is, is it unbalanced? Mm. Where do I feel that craziness? And then really thinking of, okay, what can I put in place to make it easier? And then taking the time to do it. Life doesn't have to be that hard. Laundry doesn't have to be that hard. <laughs> you know, because those are the things that we'll get overwhelmed with. How Absolutely. can I make it easier? Can I ask for help? Um, so that's, that's one, of, one of the tips, one of the tips. Well,
0: um, yeah, you know, asking for help is huge, and when you talk about it, it doesn't have to be that hard, I know when I work with my clients, my mompreneurs, that ultimately really is the bottom line. It's, it's the stories that are happening in the head that say, for example, oh, my dishes are dirty, I've got to do the laundry, the kids need this. And it's like, like you said, it it's really doesn't have to be that hard yeah and it's yeah. about um event planning and managing not so much time because time is what it is, and That's when you, again, when you ask for that help and put it in perspective, um it just makes your daily life so much easier, and especially when we figure out what our priorities are right yeah yeah um so I'll, I forgot where I was. I wanted to ask you one more thing, oh, looking for the future again, part of the show is I like to always say um life it, you don't have to be perfect i'm perfectly imperfect
1: and me too it's all
0: about, it's all about learning gosh uh you know what i'm sure i'm not sure which ep, uh order these episodes are going in but um yeah i've goofed a few times um i've mispronounced things um my brain stops working but you know it's okay because i'm real and i'm fun and um i have a bigger purpose behind what i'm doing
1: <laughs> and i got to tell you what i i love that I love people that make mistakes because then I go, oh, thank goodness I'm not alone. (laughs) We all make mistakes.
0: Oh, I just say look at me and follow me because if I can do it, you can do it. (laughs) Yes. Well, with that being said, Michelle, and knowing that some of the challenges that you and I have had connecting, um, I, I always like to look ahead at the future and be very transparent with everybody. None of us are perfect. We are not June Cleavers of the 1950s portraying this beautiful, easy image, and we all sit down for family dinners, which I highly encourage if you can. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> we're in a new, we are in a new genre of life here. So if there was one thing or one skill that you would like to change or improve, that you feel would benefit you in having that balanced life. What would it be?
1: Getting to the gym. <laughs> huh? that I, I hear that? Oh my gosh, I love to work out, and and my son refuses to go into that little babysitting room. <laughs> So it has been a challenge for me and and I can't go while he's in school because I'm working. Mm-hmm. You know, I that's my time with my clients. So um yeah, in the future, I mean that is an everlasting goal. I said I'm doing it actually just a few uh weeks ago. I I said I'm going to be going back to the gym. I've had discussions with him about it and <laughs> everything. So well, you
0: know, that's something that you and I can even talk about at another time uh, one-on-one because it, it really is the same format that you had talked about with planning that original daycare. Um It's yeah. just a little bit of planning and small pivots. And I'm just going to say to you and anybody else listening, the gym challenge, it can happen. And if you haven't made it the habit yet, all it takes is just a little thought, a little process, and small adjustments. And it's not going to be the three times a week to this week – but you can get there, and you will. So I yeah. love it. get to the gym. I hear that so many times.
1: <laughs> oh. my goodness. We all feel like we should be there, right? <laughs> Mom oh, too. We well. want to keep our bodies nice, and that's a whole other show. <laughs> it,
0: it, oh my gosh, it really is. I will share. I will share a great tip though with everybody, if that's okay, in regard to, to hear it. getting back to the uh, gym. Um, about a year and a half ago, it was on a fun program, uh, uh, a group program. And one of my personal goals was to get back in shape. Now, um, I used to be a fitness instructor for several years, loved it, loved it, loved it. I uh, got really sick, developed fibromyalgia, and really could not work out for honestly about 15 years. And wow. I realized that my muscle tone was kind of going down, and I said, This is just not acceptable. I can't go to the gym, so what can I do? And I committed for something that's so simple, so simple in the morning got done with the shower, do something as simple as 10 squats, 10 lunges, and um, like 20 reverse leg lifts or something, but just in the morning. And it takes mm-hmm. all of two minutes. But you know you timed
1: yourself, did you? I love um, it.
0: Yeah, it takes all of like two minutes. And when I, my thought process that got me to keep this up was, you know, what kind of person do I want to be at the end of the day? Do so I want to be somebody who goes, oh, man, I could have put that two minutes in, but I thought I didn't have it in the morning. Or am I just going to do it and get the results at some point down the road?
1: I love it. So, <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you. So I hope
0: that that helps you and anybody else listening. Um, as we wrap up our time, gosh, I don't want to go over our time today. Thank you so much. Um, but do you, I don't know if you have one or not. Um, do you have a favorite quote?
1: Uh, my favorite quote has got to be, it doesn't have to be that hard. <laughs>
0: thought so i love that (laughs) because she applies it all the time all the time (laughs) well michelle as we wrap this up if my listeners are in the florida area and they're curious to keep in touch with you about your back to basics program um either the current one with the family or the up and coming future relaunch of the daycare how would they find you
1: Um, My new website, which right now is under construction, but should be up in the next week, actually, I'm very Mm -hmm. excited, is Back to Basics Family. And the two is the number two, backtobasicsfamily.net. My old website about the daycare was backtobasicschildcare.com, again, the number two. Mm-hmm. And if they would like to email me, they can email me at back to the number two, back to basics, family, at gmail.com.
0: Fantastic. Well, this information will be up with your episode. So, ladies, I do hope that you'll get in touch with Michelle if you have any questions or want to look her up. Um, Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. And again, this is Rhonda Cimarelli, and you are listening to A Balanced Life for You. You design the life of your dreams. Please give this podcast a five star rating, and we'll see you next week.